What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered's number 308, and it has been a hell of a news week since we last talked to you last Tuesday. Oh, everything's going great in Afghanistan. <laughs> Those airplanes are taking off. Well, you know, dropping people before we people before falling we, off them. Before we get oh. into all that, yeah, you jumped way ahead oh, there. Sorry, <laughs> that's all right. That's I'm all right. excited. It's an exciting day. Ex- it's not exciting. I mean, it's, it's not exciting. It's I mean, it's exciting, exciting if you do like a couple lines of coke and a few balls of Jack. But <laughs> yeah, well, that's not what's being done here. So, <laughs> uh, just to get it off the top of the bat here, you know, the problem is not the decision to withdraw no. from Afghanistan. No. That was long overdue and yeah. the right decision yeah. in the long term. Yeah. The problem is the way this was done. Yeah. It was completely flat-footed, yeah. no plan. It was a dime dash. It was, it Total, was a... <laughs> totally negligent, yeah. incompetent, disgraceful, a national embarrassment. You could run down yeah, the list. It was, we have uh, not seen anything like this since Vietnam. Yeah, it was uh, brain dead like our president. So. Yeah, well, it, it, a massive failure of not just the president, but also the people who were supposed to handle these things. Yeah. Intelligence, DOD, the rest of the administration – Everybody deserves to be fired for this. But they won't be. They won't be. They but won't be. you all know that everybody deserves – Millie, Lloyd, they all need to go, but they won't. So a timeline of events here. Thursday night – and you'll remember me this uh, saying this yeah. on Thursday night. Yeah. Right before midnight I tweeted after the U.S. Department of Defense said, oh, yeah, Cobble's going to you know last maybe 30 days – after they previously yeah, 48 hours was, earlier said was, yeah. 90. It yeah. went from 90 to 30. In 36 hours. In, in 48. Yeah. About 48. Yeah. And I tweeted, Cobble doesn't have three days, let alone 30. <laughs> I remember you sitting there. 30 days? <laughs> I, you know, I just, I've been sitting here asking myself since then. Yeah. How is it that I realized this before they did? Yeah. I mean, you can just chart the, just the rapid collapse and uh, of the government how the Taliban was just taking provincial capital after provincial capital. I mean, there was no way that was going to last 30 days. No well, way. Yeah. And they took, just the rate of capture alone. They took a bunch of Afghanistan, and then yeah. they were surrounding Kabul, yeah. right? And then Saturday afternoon and evening, the power went out in Kabul, which is always a sign that some about to go down. Yeah, they didn't pay the electric bill. They rolled in, right? And... By then, the U.S. was scrambling, burning documents, trying to evacuate key yeah. personnel. Yeah. And well, this is this is after we were told that it was wasn't an imminent danger. On Friday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Which Kirby was like, it's they're not in immediate danger. We're gonna talk about in a minute. Yeah. But we now know that well, they was, did know that Chan, there was imminent Charlie danger. Charlie Chan bull- yeah. And there was that was a lie, right? Yeah. So Sunday morning, the Afghani president fled like a little, which. That is a very underreported angle of this entire thing. Oh, how quickly? Well, he didn't put up a fight. No. Oh, he, he said, uh, "Screw yeah. you guys. Yeah, I'm gonna load up my Land Rovers with U.S. dollars, take them to my private jet, and flee to Uzbekistan." Yeah, and that's exactly what he did. Ta-ta. He fled like a little. B- the U.S. had to abandon the embassy, and the government fell. And uh, that and afternoon, this is, uh, eight weeks before, you know, <laughs> I mean, eight weeks ago. Remember, we're staying. The embassy is not being evacuated. We're staying here forever. Less than eight weeks. Yeah. That was four weeks July ago. July 8th, wasn't it? Okay, yeah, so that's four to five weeks Four ago. to five weeks. Yeah. yeah. So this is how little yeah. time it took. Remember, the president said there is no situation in which uh, that, yeah, were gonna, yeah. that it's inevitable oh, yeah. that Kabul will fall, this right? Isn't, this, isn't like Vietnam, this isn't like Saigon. And Blinken, our dumbass secretary of state, says this isn't going to be a Friday to Monday event. Well, that's exactly what it turned out to be. It yeah. was actually Friday to Sunday, so yeah. he was incorrect about yeah. that. Yeah. And the, the government fell. They did a press conference from the presidential palace in Kabul flying yeah. the, the Taliban flag. I will say that's a nice palace they got there. Well, yeah, because it was funded by the U.S. Yeah. Uh, and they had people sitting there, leaders of the Taliban that were released from Guantanamo Bay yeah. that are now in control of this country. And The Boberg Dahl dividend. So the question is... How did the U.S. government have such a failure to imagine this? Again, we're here sitting talking about a failure of imagination, right? Yeah. Same thing with 9-11. And they had the intel. Yeah. They had the intel. And during all of this, Biden has been in hiding. Hiding Biden's back, yeah. as usual. Totally MIA. Now, remember we mentioned on Friday they said this wasn't going to happen, which was a lie. <laughs> Thursday night they knew this was going to happen, which was visible with my own eyes, yeah. clearly. But Friday, Biden still left for Camp David for vacation. Okay? Yeah. So long. Missing all weekend. 
All weekend he's missing. He left after we already knew we only had hours to slap together an evacuation, okay? Totally in hiding, not saying anything, until only after the pressure on Monday. Yeah. That he came back to the White well, House. That was the, that's the unbelievable part is that this administration thought that they could just not say anything for like a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone was on vacation. Yep. Because, you know, that's so important. Yep. Uh, and then he comes back to the White House. And he gives a totally disgraceful, disastrous address. I think one of the lowest points for the U.S. presidency of, of the last few decades, for sure. Uh, we're going to talk about this speech. But then he took no questions. No, no, he had to leave. Which is the more disgraceful yeah, part. Yeah, he had to go. Okay. And where did he go? Back to Camp David. Back on vacation. Back on vacation. Back on vacation. It's not like there wasn't anything that needed to be done at the White House. Yeah, no, no, no need not, to be in the nothing, situation nothing. room or to interface with your military officials. Yeah. You know, no problem, right? And during these remarks in which he blamed everybody else for this debacle besides himself, uh, he hilariously pretended that his hands were tied in this matter, which is just a total lie. He left out a few, uh, a few relevant things, right? He left the Afghan armed forces out to dry. Yeah. And you wrote about this. The Air Force... Yeah. ...was serviced by, by us. And then he refused to allow the contractors who do the, the service, the maintenance, into the country to the fucking do the, the, the work. So he basically crippled the Air Force, the Afghan yes. Air Force. Yep. They had to and do with, it by Zoom call. You can't do that on Zoom call. Without... What they, they got to do there. Without an Air Force. Yeah. The Afghani army collapsed, just collapsed immediately. Yeah, it just collapsed. There's also now reports coming out that not only that, the Taliban was paying Afghan National Army commanders to surrender cities and towns. Yeah. And we did, apparently we did nothing. Well, not only that. And we didn't know about apparently it. Apparently we didn't know yeah, about we it. we didn't know about it. It's just like, really? Right. <laughs> Another failure of intelligence, right? And it's just, you know, it's some truly unbelievable this morning because I didn't think that the situation could get worse from yesterday where we were, but it has. Because this morning, Pentagon spokesman admitted there's no plan in place to truly help Americans trapped in Afghanistan get into the airport. We found out this afternoon that there is at least, and this number is at least, 11,000 U.S. citizens in Afghanistan. These are Americans behind enemy lines. Yeah. And we... Apparently, I can't guarantee that they'll be evacuated safely. Well, take a listen to this clip because yeah. it was truly yeah. unbelievable yeah. what John Kirby, who is a CNN talking head, by the way, yeah. uh, is now the Pentagon spokesperson, had to say this morning about this question of how are we going to get the U.S. citizens out? What is the plan to get these people to the airport? The, there's first of all, from a military perspective, John, our focus is at the airport, right? Uh, security and stability at the airport, so we can keep operations going. We're working hand in glove with the State Department uh, in terms of supporting their plans uh, at processing these individuals. Uh, but uh, again, that's something that we're going to be doing on a case by case, day by day basis. Right now, though, uh, I don't want to set the expectation that uh, that we are equipped and and, uh, and able uh, to go out into the countryside and physically move people into Kabul. Our focus right now. The troops that we have there are at the airport. The idea is to make sure we can get that uh, the air operations not only have they resumed, but to keep them in place for as long as possible. If they can't get to the airport, what does it matter if you have the capabilities to get them out from the airport? John, I understand that. And we all understand that the security situation in Kabul is not ideal. Uh, right now, the airport is open uh, and people are able to get through uh, through the gates there. There's a there's a processing process that actually has to occur. Uh, but right now, things are moving out of the airport. And again, our focus is on making sure that continues. Oh, no plan. If they can't get to the airport, yeah. what does it matter? The capabilities yeah, we exactly. have to get them it's from not, the airport. It's thing. It, it, these people just can't hop into an Uber, guys. Mm hmm. You know, it's just, and then when they're told to get to the airport, they're they're warned by our government that they can't guarantee their safety. So would you venture out there and make the trek and you know risk being beaten or killed by the Taliban that and have controlled the city? So the reason they can't guarantee their safety is yeah. because the Taliban reportedly has encircled the airport, has checkpoints on every major road leading to the airport, and they're pulling people out of their cars on approach and beating them nearly to death. Yeah. Now, this supposedly is mostly happening to Afghani citizens that are trying to flee because apparently the U.S. citizens are mostly in hiding still. 
What are we going to do here? Uh, we got to stay until they're all gone. Until we get them all. Well, you know what the administration's answer is? Yeah. We oh. have an agreement with the Taliban. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to so trust gonna, them. We're going to have to take them at their word. Yeah. We're going to trust a terrorist organization yeah. to ensure the safety of our citizens. Uh, the same te- same terror organization that gave Al-Qaeda safe haven to train for the 9-11 attacks. <laughs> and then Jake Sullivan, who is just a f***ing absolute moron. That was a train wreck of a presser. And I think he's setting up to be the fall guy for this, yeah, by the way. That's my yeah. prediction. Um, well, somebody has to go down. Well, I wouldn't get so right? I mean, somebody there. has to. Well, that's true. Um, I mean, it's Democrats. Dem- Remember, no, 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 it's Democrats. I know, I know, I know. There's reality, and then there's the Democrats. <laughs> Jake Sullivan said something that I just I truly couldn't believe, and, and Jen Psaki essentially repeated the claim that we can't commit to getting every single American yeah. home for sure. Well, we're not gonna we're not gonna deal in hypotheticals. Okay, take a listen to this clip. They took out the lawyer talk. This so mission is right. not complete by August thirty first, and there are Americans and Afghan allies who remain there. Will U.S. troops stay until everyone is out, or will they leave? So I'm not going to comment on hypotheticals. What I'm going to do is stay focused on the task at hand, which is getting as many people out as rapidly as possible, and we will take that day by day. So you can't commit to bringing back every American. There's a large number of... Uh, yeah. well, what the... F- wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. So we're going to leave... We, we cannot guarantee that we're going to leave America... Like, really, we're going to leave people behind? And just a few minutes before that... He had openly admitted what not many administration officials will right now, that clearly Afghanistan is now a safe haven for terrorists and probably will present a threat to the U.S. homeland. Play that clip. Former officials from multiple administrations, the Obama administration, the Bush administration, have said they are certain Afghanistan will become a safe haven for terrorists. I know you and the president have disputed that. What do you think those officials are getting wrong? And can you ensure that Americans are safer today because of your actions than we were several months ago? I want to be very clear about what our position is. Our position is that we are going to have to deal with the potential threat of terrorism from Afghanistan going forward, just as we have to deal with the potential threat of terrorism in dozens of countries in multiple continents around the world. We have to deal with the threat of terrorism in Yemen and Somalia and Syria. We have to deal with the threat of terrorism across the Islamic Maghreb. We have to deal with Al-Qaeda and ISIS-K. And we have to do so using a wide variety of tools, intelligence capabilities, defense capabilities, and yes, in some cases, the support we can provide to local partners to help them deal with the challenge. And what we have shown is in many of the countries I just mentioned, among others, we have been successful to date in suppressing the terrorist threat to the U.S. homeland in those countries without sustaining a permanent military presence or fighting in a war. And that is what we intend to do with respect to Afghanistan as well. So this is not a question about whether we're clear-eyed about the terrorist challenge from Afghanistan. It is about whether the terrorist challenge in 2021 is fundamentally different from the terrorist challenge in 2001. We believe it is fundamentally different, and we need to be postured effectively to deal with the terrorism challenges we find it today as opposed to 20 years ago. And this is on top of yesterday at the Department of Defense briefing at the Pentagon, where some multiple star general was asked, what are we doing about all of the U.S. guns and armored equipment and all of that stuff that's being left behind? Take a listen to this. I don't have information on the uh, your second part of the question, uh, but uh, we'll get back to them. So there's no no U.S. actions being taken to prevent equipment from falling into the hands of the Taliban by destroying it or anything else. I don't have the that answer to that question. You don't have the answer. They have no plan for destroying it. Well, no. Yeah. Because I just yeah. saw moments ago pictures of the newly formed Third Brigade of the uh, Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan that are outfitted in very high-tech kits, okay? They have clearly U.S. plate carriers, clearly U.S. uh, AR or M4 platform guns with advanced scopes, okay? They they, They are armed to the teeth. They have U.S. armored vehicles. They have all kinds of They took drones. 
Ah. They took planes. They have helicopters. They have an Air Force now. Yeah. They are well, more well outfitted now, the Taliban, than some NATO countries, I'd say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All this for yep. nothing. Yep. And going back to this, where they say, oh, well, there was just no indication that any of this could have happened. <laughs> no indication. You know, we, this is not our fault. Yeah. Well, what did the Inspector General say this morning of the Department of Defense? Ugh, that basically the situation on the ground was grim. The Biden administration knew this throughout the summer, but then Biden decided to play Baghdad Bob and say all is well. And now here we are. Mm-hmm. And he lied! Even, Biden lied! And not even just lie in public. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. one thing for a politician to lie in public. Yeah, because they and all do that. And arrange, yeah, 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 they yeah, all of do course. that. Yeah. And arrange stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. They were doing neither. Yeah. I mean, they, they were I lying mean, to the public and yeah. not arranging. They took the f***ing attitude. That, that's the two words that, that, that can describe this whole withdrawal strategy. Well, besides the being brain dead and the total shambles. But I just, and then their excuse yeah. is, oh, yeah, they didn't want to leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, tough. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. No one believes that. I don't believe that either. That's just, yeah, that's no. just a lie. Yeah. Did you see the clips of people trying yeah. to grab onto the landing gear of planes yesterday? People died doing they that. They clearly wanted yeah. to leave. Okay. Yeah, people want to leave. Now, that's another argument here is that they were fighting harder to get on these planes and escape the country than they yeah. did for their country on the ground. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. They did fold hear, very badly. Hear any argument from here? But apparently also the commanders told them if you fight back, you're all just going to die. <laughs> Because they were, they were bribed by the Taliban. Yeah. They said, don't fight back, don't fire a yeah. shot, just give them the city. Yeah. And they took all those cities without a fight. And when, when you didn't have to fight for all that, then Kabul's not going to be a fight. No. You know, it's just, it's just totally ridiculous here how this entire thing played out. And again, leaving Afghanistan in, in the macro sense was the correct decision. But how we did it is just unforgivable. Yeah. And you can have the position that it was right for us to initially go in in 2001. We did our objective of clearing out the terrorists, most of the ones who attacked us, and then it was time to leave. Mm-hmm. And you can have an orderly patrol. This was none of that. Well, the other thing is they say, oh, well, you know, we didn't want to have American casualties and this and that. Well, an American hadn't been killed in action in over a year and a half. Yeah. And we had 2,500 troops there, which was what the final withdrawal was going to be. Well, as of right now, we have 7,000 troops yeah, exactly. on the ground. That, that, that talking point holds in the water. The whole, like, well, we needed to have more troops to have such an orderly withdrawal. Well, then that's what you do. Not to mention exactly. We mm-hmm. have – you. we just redeployed thousands of troops back into the country to have a secure haven, so to speak, to, mm-hmm. to execute this, this rescue mission. So why? <laughs> none of – <laughs> None of the talking points, which circulated yesterday, yeah. that were leaked out of Congress, that Democrats were circulating, they're all... Yeah, it's bad. I mean, there's nothing... <laughs> it's, it's all lies. Yeah. The, you know, there were... The idea that, oh, well, the Afghanis didn't want to leave, you know, the ones that were in queue to get yeah, out. Like, what the fuck? That's ridiculous. Well, that's too bad. The backlog of people that registered to go was 20,000. Yeah. You're telling me... None of them wanted to leave? Nobody believes that. Yeah. That's just a lie. Every single bit of what they're saying here are lies. And, and it's really, like, astounding. And, you know, you even see Democrats now. And by Democrats, I mean the liberal media. They're even like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. This is yeah. This is outrageous. Yeah. Not even the liberal media can, can polish or, or defend this. When you have Jake Tapper yeah. and David Axelrod yeah. and all these lefties yeah. saying... You know, Savannah this is, Guthrie. This is crazy. Savannah like, of all the the morning show people. Yeah. Are like what the f- when it comes to this? When you lose the morning show people who do stories about baked Alaska and all this other bullshit, say like this is, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're in trouble. Well, yeah, and you know they're reading the room right now that mm-hmm. se- a new poll came out. Seventy percent of Americans don't approve of Biden's handling. I of thought it was ninety five percent. That's what Nicole Sullivan said on. Uh, <laughs> Well, no, what she said was 95% of Americans agree with Biden, (laughs) which to me is just like, 
<laughs> I, you know, some of these people really. Well, I mean, they are. I mean, it's 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 retards anonymous over there at MSNBC. So, it's just Not amazing so to me how this entire thing is played out. Yeah. And you know, I thought I couldn't I couldn't have any moments of disbelief anymore with the Biden administration, but they managed. One. Oh yeah. And. Oh, this one. Th- th- I mean, this one's gonna have lasting damage. I mean, even the Europeans are like, "This guy's retarded on foreign policy." I mean, he was forever, but yeah. now they finally realize it. Well, there's a lot of people here that are realizing, oh, shit, maybe uh, Biden's not yeah. up to this. Eighty million people voted for this trash. Uh, you mean eighty-one? Oh. Don't forget eighty-one. Yeah. Oh well, those Nobody are those that. are illegal ballots. Nobody believes that. I mean, that's just <laughs> it's, it's so outrageous. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, you know, they have a situation here now where the Biden administration is just failing at a rapid pace quicker than, than Jimmy Carter could have dreamed of, of failing at. Yeah. And, you know, people are saying now the comparisons to Jimmy Carter of, of Biden are terrible, are, are unfair to Jimmy Carter. Yeah. At least it took Jimmy Carter a couple of years. Yeah. We're not even fully seven months into this administration. And he has up everything royally. Remember, the last debate... Trump wanted it to be a foreign policy debate. What did the media say? No. Mm-hmm. Not allowed. More George Floyd, more COVID, more race riots. That's what they wanted. Well, yep. well here you go. Here we are. And there are some people, uh, such as uh, some reporter on CNN, I think Clarissa Ward, take a listen to what she had to say yesterday as the Taliban was in the background chanting death to America. Take a listen. Chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. It's utterly bizarre. Death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Does CNN uh, have any uh, adversaries of America that uh, they won't back? S- see no evil. When uh, when China invades Taiwan, which they're likely to do within the next few weeks, which is my opinion, uh, are they going to side with the Chinese? Right. Probably. Uh, when Russia fully invades Ukraine, which also I think might happen in the next few weeks. Are they gonna are they gonna side with Russia? Well no, they're always against Putin. Yeah. But I mean this is what's the consequence now. Is that we gave commitments and then said Fuck off. I mean it's a total failure. Nah, yeah. There's just no yeah. sugarcoating yeah. that it's a total failure. Yeah. It's bad. And you can't I mean you can't make commitments and then back away like that as a country that's being countered on, right? You know, we said that, and 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 I don't really agree with bringing a ton of Afghan refugees here at all. I don't think that's a good idea at all. I no. think that's inviting disaster. It's, uh, it's the making of a terrorist attack. You know, I think Europe is very clear in in their uh, uh, opposition to Afghani refugees coming in because of their track record. Uh, you saw Macron was like, uh, I don't really yeah. want these people, yeah. right? You know, why don't you resettle them somewhere that's a little more uh, in line with their yeah. lifestyle, yeah. <laughs> to put it to put it lightly. Um, Send the turkey. Well, turkey doesn't want them. Nobody wants them. That's the thing, right? <laughs> and you know, I get the idea of getting them out because they're all going to get slaughtered by the by the Taliban. And 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 there's some great Afghani people that did help us over the time that we were there for twenty years. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. You know, I, I think... And they have been vetted. I mean, they were embedded with their troops. You know? Some. Some. Right? Yeah. There's there's a major question about that. And if you're going to bring them here and release them into America, you know, that's a whole other thing besides saying, well, we're going to temporarily house them at some military bases and then maybe find resettlement for them somewhere else. Yeah. That's the option that I'm more in line with. Right? But... we can. How about we just put them in Alcatraz? I don't give a f*** about getting Afghanis out. Yeah. When we still have... Oh, well over 10,000 American yeah. citizens. Yeah. Right? That takes that, precedent. That was another thing that was asked earlier today was, well, are the U.S. citizens getting prioritization on these flights? And they basically said, well, no. It's like a first come, first It's a serve. mix. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like the Southwest Airlines of uh, evacuation. Yeah, here. which I can't stand, but <laughs> first I hate come, Southwest. First come, first serve. I, I just don't understand no, how... No assigned seats. They this up so bad yeah, it's bad and their and their their excuses but trump yeah. what yeah but yeah. trump yeah that that trump said a withdrawal trump, trump hasn't been president for months this is on you guys and well, not, not well, even the liberal media is buying it they've reversed every single other trump policy yeah. so why couldn't they have reversed this right yeah. and also trump wanted to leave by may 1st it's the middle of august you had already blown through it yeah 
right? The biggest strategic blunder of this entire thing, and I keep going back to this, is Bagram Airfield. Yeah. Bagram Air Base. Oh, because, you know, 5,000 terrorists that we've had detained are now free and walking about. Well, not even that. You I mean, had a triple-fenced, secure airfield oh, run by yes, the U.S. That's military. True. Yeah, that could that could have helped with the evacuation. For you sure. Think? For sure. Oh yeah, for sure. But now you think now, now instead, they had to leave. Had to leave. Which is north of Bag or not Baghdad, north of Kabul. Yeah. Outside of the urban center, it would have been much easier to get Americans to that location and much easier to get them out. It would have been yeah. much secure. Remember, storm. The president made tough choices. Well, they keep going back to these talking points. Every single time they say tough... I mean, you could do a drinking game. Every single time Jake Sullivan said tough choices today. And I'm like... I mean, it was ridiculous. okay. Tough choices. He made tough choices. Well, tough choices. That doesn't excuse this. And they did let out. They did. Well over... Yeah, they let out 5,000 terrorists, at least. 5,000 Taliban terrorists? Yeah. ISIS terrorists? Al-Qaeda terrorists? You don't think they're going to open terrorist training camps? Oh, no. They're going to have an inclusive government that's going to respect women's rights. I, I can't believe they said that. Let's they're, take they're, a listen to this <laughs> clip and then we'll talk about it. The unanimous statement of the UN Security Council uh, calling for uh, the immediate cessation of all hostilities and the establishment through inclusive negotiations uh, of a new government uh, and a new government that enshrines, that protects, uh, that upholds the basic rights of all Afghans. Uh, So this is something we continue to support, uh, a political uh, resolution uh, to what we are seeing unfold. I mean, are you kidding me? My God. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Uh, I wonder how, like, how would we react if, like, this was, like, you go back to, like, 1930s Germany, like, over (laughs) here. Seriously. An inclusive uh, government? The Nazi German, you know, Adolf Hitler's going to have a, an inclusive parliament. The Reichstag will accept Jewish members. Oh, really? It's just crazy. I yeah, know, it's nuts. It's not going to happen. It's crazy. They laugh. They, they're in, 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 um, in March, yeah. Vice went to Afghanistan. They were talking to Taliban commanders, and she's like, are you going to respect the democratic process, specifically, you know, allowing votes for women, mm-hmm. women politicians? And the commander starts cracking up. Turn oh, them, well, Stop filming. Stop filming. Of course. Like, in in most of Afghanistan, there's now reinstitution of Sharia law, okay? Yeah. Uh, Which is known for its inclusivity. <laughs> yeah. In, in swift and brutal fashion, they're reinstating yeah, it. it's bad. There's been hangings, beheadings, executions, rapes of children as yeah. little as 12, oh, these the am- little girls. The amputa- all that stuff plus the amputations, it's, it's coming back. And our American citizens are at risk because of Biden's failures. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, yeah, we, we, we had an idea that this was going to happen in Afghanistan, but I can't help but feel bad for the citizens that, that just experienced at least 20 years of, of somewhat freedom. You know, still a Muslim country, yeah. you know, but not Taliban-run Sharia law country. Yeah. And there, I saw this, uh, this trending topic on Twitter, and... Yeah, well, it's gone now. Hold on, let me refine it for you. Cause, cause I, I couldn't believe they even put this up there. Taliban say they will guarantee women's rights under quote the limits of Islam. Ugh. So none. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. There's we- already been stonings and beatings to death of yeah. these women. And oh, also, did you see Sullivan threat? Oh, yeah, I'm sure they were quaking in their boots. Well, if they violate women's rights or human rights. They will be isolated and receive international condemnation. They've already, they've already been subjected to that in the nineties. You think they care? They, about they that? don't care about that, Jake. They, they don't, don't care give a shit about that. And Governments like this thrive on isolation, by the way. <laughs> well, and they're not going to be so isolated, which we're going to hit on in a minute because yeah. China is stepping in. Oh, quick. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But you but know what I mean. Yeah, yeah it, it, historically, you have. I saw a video of one of the four women. Air Force pilots in the Afghani National Army was beat to a bloody death in the streets yesterday evening. You had one of the uh, Afghani base commanders that worked at Bagram Airfield was hung naked. He had his DOD identification card uh, melted into his chest. His wife was brutally raped and then murdered and ex- slash executed. 
And his 13-year-old daughter has been given to the leadership of the Taliban as a gift. And you wonder what they're going to do with her. I mean, that's just a small example of what's well, going to happen it's, here. It's bad. You know, yeah. what's going to come out of Afghanistan over the next few weeks is going to be month. a horror show. It's going to be a horror show. I mean, it, it's it's literally going to be... A medieval horror it's show. It's going to be literally going back to, like, the, the 6th century. And... And, you know, people are like, well, don't show it. And I'm like, well, don't show it. Yeah. What do you mean, don't show it? Yeah. You know, that, and that's like the same thing when they had the ISIS, you know, burning people in cages and yeah. beheading and stuff. I'm yeah. like, no, no, no. The American people need to see this. They need to know what Islam is. That's the key. And for sure. Right? It's coming and, here. You have people who want Sharia law here. Well, and do we want these people here? Hell no. You're telling me that these people are being properly vetted? No. Well, it's kind of like with the whole Syrian thing. Did you see the, the, the crowding on those planes? And they're all men. That's the other thing. There's no women and children on these planes. None. None. They're I mean, I saw men. maybe 12. 12. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. What's happening right now is just totally crazy. The Taliban's going door to door. They're dragging out people, executing them in the streets. They're confiscating any and all firearms from all of the public. Right? This is the quote from the Taliban spokesperson, who, by the way, was led on to MSNBC. Yeah. Multiple times now. And has taken more questions than the President of the United States. But, quote, We understand people kept weapons for personal safety. They can now feel safe. We're not here to harm innocent civilians, quote. <laughs> and, and this is all happening, and the American left won't criticize that, because that's what they want to do with guns. Yeah, yeah. Let's not forget, also, who's in charge of... The Department of Defense. Who's in charge of our Pentagon right now, Matt? Lloyd? Yep. Lloyd Austin. And what did he do when he was in charge of U.S. Central Command under President Obama? He said that ISIS was the JV team. Yes. Yeah. He was the infamous one yeah. who advised Obama yeah. that ISIS was the JV team. Now he's in charge <laughs> yeah. as, as Secretary uh, of Defense. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And Oh, and, you know, totally signing off on the woke, woke bull too. Well, He's you know, too busy giving those seminars and to concentrate on what's going on in Afghanistan. Maybe Mark Milley, who should resign in disgrace, yeah. can go over and teach the Taliban about critical race theory. Yeah. That'd be good, right? Yeah. And next, you have President Biden has spoken to zero world leaders. Yeah. Where's the leadership? I thought America was back. I thought the adults are back in the mm -hmm. room, right? Exactly. What is going on here? Yep. You don't, he doesn't talk to anybody? It's yeah. not, and also, I mean, it's not like it's just us there, folks. I mean, there, there are a ton of European, like, you know, NATO's there. I said, like... No, the like, Australians, Australians are livid. Are there. They're livid, yeah. by the way, livid. Yeah. The, the public is livid, their leadership yeah. is livid. Yeah. You have the Brits, yeah, or the UK, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but the Brits is fine. They're livid. Yeah. It, it seems as if Biden, who was supposed to be this genuine foreign policy mastermind, which anyone who's been following politics yeah. for any I mean, sort of time... Robert Gates said that. That Robert everything Gates, he's touched. Robert Gates is like, listen, he's a nice guy, but the man has been wrong about every single major foreign policy initiative in yep. the past four decades. Oh, that was another one of my favorite and talking points. And he said he hates them. He has a problem with the military. Yep. And that he could not give a straight answer. Folks, this is like, sorry, drink. Drink, yeah. This is 10 years ago. You need you. a drink to deal this with is it. 10, yeah, this is like 10 years ago he said this. He's like, when asked if Biden could be an effective commander in chief, he couldn't give a, he couldn't give mm -hmm. a, a straight yes or no answer. Well, let's not forget one of yeah. their talking points here is that, oh, we accomplished our mission of killing Osama bin Laden. Well, do you know who was against the raid I to kill Osama bin Laden? I think it was the gentleman from Delaware. Yeah, Joe Biden. Yeah. Hmm. And you wrote a great VIP column about this today. Yeah. Obama warned us yeah. about Joe Biden. Yeah. And this goes back to the campaign yeah. where stuff came out that was leaked behind the scenes. Yeah. What did he have to say? Don't underestimate Joe Biden's ability to f*** things up. That's what Barack Obama said about his vice president. Yep. I give you Afghanistan, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Here it is. And people will say, well, may, why, did, why did Obama select Biden to be his vice president? Well, it's very simple. Yeah. Race. Yeah. He, 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 he needed an old white guy. Yep. Who had experience. He, yep. That's it. And you that's know. it. And, and Biden has the whole apparatus of the, the Beltway, you know, under his thumb. We've seen it in the past few months. You know, this isn't the first up by the Biden administration. We've been cataloging it extensively 
on this podcast at townhall.com. Yeah. This is the first one that's broken through to the mainstream media. This is the first moment where people, regular people who aren't in politics every day and who aren't necessarily following the details of everything happening in this country said, holy shit, he's really f***ed this one up. You know, and this isn't the only thing that's been f***ed up, but this is a big one. This is this is world embarrassment. Yeah. It could f*** up our foreign policy for decades because now you have the, the Taiwan situation, which I think is really going to be the next big thing to pop off. Uh, I believe China issued a statement where it was basically like they basically said when when we invade. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> like they, they basically were like we're going to invade. Soon. Their state <laughs> media said that when we invade, yeah. Taiwan will fall quickly because the U.S. won't defend you. Yeah, as you just saw. Yeah, well, there you go. They ran a major military exercise last night. There was actually stuff coming across the wire at one a.m. and I'm like, oh, is this it? Are they doing it right yeah, now? Yeah. Because now would actually be a, uh, a time time to yeah. do. It. Biden's on vacation. He's slip, slurping up some ice cream. Doesn't know what the hell's going on. Doesn't yep. talk to world leaders. Isolated, aloof, dementia-ridden, and absolutely incapable of doing this job. We now incapable. also have the first country that has recognized the Taliban as the legitimate government, and that's China. And they've done this for multiple reasons. China is now going to be the exclusive broker of... Every single bit of rare earth minerals that Afghanistan is sitting on, uh, including some very valuable metals that are valued at over $1 trillion. And it's going to be a little bit of a revenue share agreement there. They're going to take these rare earth minerals out of the ground and China's going to use them for their manufacturing needs that they require so badly. And they're going to give money to the Taliban. And what do you then think the Taliban's going to do with that money? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, I think, build a road (laughs) of terrorism? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're now going to compete with Iran to be the premier state sponsor of terrorism. They're going to have terror camps. They're going to be funding operations all over the world. Okay? And guess what? All those thousands of terrorists that we locked up over the years in those prisons across that country, the main one being at Bagram. Yeah. Where do you think they're going to go? They're going to be flooded oh. into Europe. They're going to flood our southern border, which I mean, is they have, wide open. They have 5,000 operatives. <laughs> yep. They're going to do this. There's going to be bad things that happen. Yeah. All these, all the hard work is done, and there's going to be some terrible things that happen. Yeah, there's going to be some terror attacks. I think people need to, to just accept that. Keep, keep your head on the swivel. Yeah, well, um, you know, it, it's, I mean, I, I'm not going to say like hide in fear because we've been doing that for, you know, a year and a half with this COVID, but, you know, just well, be, buy just guns be, and just, ammo yeah. if you can. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's one angle here that we haven't hit yet on the Afghanistan thing, the Kamala angle. So yesterday, apparently, through some, through some reports, Biden asked Kamala to stand with him side by side at the address yesterday. You <laughs> and that was her response, yeah. not in those exact words. That was a I've heard bit of I've a heard dramatic that. reading. That was not what she that. said. I heard she uh, said that. Apparently, quote, she said, Absolutely not, you're not gonna pin this on me because she's already been uh, used as the uh what do I just say? Uh scapegoat for yeah, oh, everything. Yeah, the fall person for everything. Yeah. I mean she has been pegged as that. <laughs> There's yeah. uh there was apparently some talks of the 25th Amendment floating around, which uh, is actually quite more problematic and a process than I thought before. Because it's not just the vice president and the cabinet have to band together and then remove the president. There has to be a second vote by the cabinet, and then Congress has to ratify that by two-thirds majorities. Ugh. In both the oh House and the God. Senate, and you know, are Republicans going to vote for that? To to put her in charge? Yeah, exactly. Are you yeah. are you nuts? You know, I I don't know what's worse. I don't know her yeah. or a dementia riddled yeah. puppet. Which is worse? I, I, both are equally you know yeah, worthy of exactly. seppuku. I mean, exactly. <laughs> this, I mean, it's it, it's bad. I mean, it's very bad. Very, very bad. Give me a, you know, I'd rather drink hemlock than, yeah. <laughs> than make a decision on those two. And like we need to go down for this absolute failure, but yeah. I'm not sure that they will. You know, I'm not sure that they will. Yeah. 
and there needs to be there needs to be testimony about just what happened here. Yeah. Because it's been a total disaster. It's been not, it's been bad. It's been really you know bad. I, I I didn't think it could be this bad, but it's it's this bad. And I know we've said this before. We're not even a year into this presence. Not even seven months. Not even a year. We no. still got three more years of this. Three and a half. <laughs> Don't sell oh, yourself yeah, short. Three and a half. Uh, and and that, and that's assuming that we can also in the win in the midterm. I mean, that's assuming if we're still here. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, honestly. That's not an unfair I mean, assessment. That, I mean... <laughs> yeah. Who knows? China may take this opportunity. So let's do some other news because uh, there's there's other bad news. It's all bad. It's all, it's all bad. bad. It's all bad. No good. Just just getting it out there now. So. Uh, we, need a, remember, we need a bourbon break. <laughs> remember how last week Joe Biden begged OPEC... Like a dog for more oil? To up its oil output. Yeah, I well, heard. I heard they gave him an answer. They said F- off. Yeah, they absolutely did. not. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, <laughs> gas prices will continue to rise. Uh, record-setting inflation will continue, and that's the situation on the gas front. So, <laughs> not good. Like not good. Tony Soprano, absolutely f-ing not. <laughs> well, you know, we went from American energy independence to begging OPEC for more oil. Yeah. In seven months. It's great, man. It's great. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> yep. I just want to set myself on fire. We have some leaked audio that was released also now about how DHS Secretary Mayorkas really feels about the border crisis. And it actually is a stunning amount of truth. But it's not a good thing because he said that basically we're losing the battle at the border. Yeah, he's like, we can't sustain this. Yeah. Like, we can't sustain 200,000 apprehensions every month. Yep. Basically says we're f- And so if you want to listen to that audio, you can do so at townhall.com. Uh, we also have the Border Patrol chief, Rodney Scott, who was forced out of his position by the Biden administration because he wants to actually enforce our laws at the southern border. And he says that there is no doubt that this is a national security crisis and that there's going to be a major problem here because of what's happening at our southern border. And this was before we found out that all these terrorists are now running amok in Afghanistan, and who knows how soon it'll be before they get over here. You know, and, and like we said, they found people on the terror watch list down there already. Ugh. That was before, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I, like, just, I, I mean, it, it's bad. It's like in Sicario. Yeah. Oh, that's a great scene when they find the prayer rugs yeah. in the desert. Oh, we do have one little, little teeny bit of good news here. A little teeny bit. Very, very teeny. So really, I feel like Matt here. I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel for some good news. A federal judge on Friday ruled that the Biden administration must revive the Trump-era immigration policy of remain in Mexico. There's just a few problems with this. <laughs> so it's not it's, good news. It's, 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 the ruling is good news. The ruling is good news. The implementation is not. Because remember, we just talked about this a few weeks ago. Mexico said no. Yeah, it's true. Mexico is no yeah. longer a willing participant. Yeah. So now what? <laughs> now what? They got some good news. Actually, there's some problems. Actually, there's some problems. There's some problems. There's some problems. That's funny. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even uh, find the, the silver lining in this uh, stuff anymore. Well, hey, listen. Uh, new episodes of Rick and Morty start up on, a mo- on Labor Day. That's some good news. Well, no, it's one new episode. It's the finale. Yeah, but it's two. It's two, really. Well, it is two, yeah. but still it's one night. And then it's done and probably gone for another year and a half. So there's bad news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's, you know, honestly, it's going to be uh, quite the fall in, in America here. Uh, we're setting up for a real squeeze on our economy. We have inflation continuing to skyrocket. Uh, many voters now agree that it's a massive problem. And we've been talking about this for months. Yeah, it is. Months we've been talking about this. So, you know, we were talking about this before Biden even became president, the risk of inflation. And now it's just getting worse and worse. And and Congress just wants to spend more money. We have inflation. We have slowing numbers on the economy. Consumer sentiment is at the lowest it's been in many, many years, right? People are not confident in this economy anymore. They think it's slowing down. We're, the government is still paying people not to work, right? Okay. 
Government and, cheese, man. It's still too good. Know, too I, good I, to leave. We're, we're kind of in a cascading situation here. And right after this episode gets released, we're going to release our uh, interview that we did with Matt Richards from uh, running in Georgia's 10th Congressional District. And he's a small business owner. And he agrees with our assessment of the yeah. economy. Yeah. That we are in a uh, a little bit of a pinch here. Yeah. And, and, and again, Biden took... A Rolls Royce. He took a Rolls Royce. I'm not going to say Rolls Royce. I'm not going to say Rolls Royce. It was a Rolls Royce before the pandemic. Oh, before the pandemic. Okay. Okay. So there was was a lot of problems in there because of the pandemic, which was all government-inflicted lockdowns. And, of course, there was a slowdown because of consumer behavior and other stuff. But then the economy was recovering. Yeah. Right? Trump had the economy recovering. And, And Biden, for like two months, had it recovering. And now, it's not necessarily due to lockdowns. Now it's due to terrible basic economic policy, <laughs> which is a, a, an even bigger yeah, problem because yeah. before it was artificially. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now this is possibly real issue. We have massive regulation being put back into place. You know, we have the 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 possibility of tax increases looming on the horizon. You have the all these Democrats. Who have no clue how to run an economy. No, that's bad. Janet Yellen is a f***ing moron. Jerome Powell is a f***ing yeah. moron. We're going to run the, out of money. We've got that part. Well, they'll raise the debt ceiling. I have no doubt about that. They, they can't not at this point. That would just be – that would be lights out depression. Like that, they just – they have no choice. I so. mean we thought that Afghanistan was going to be an orderly withdrawal, didn't we? Yeah, but that also doesn't – that also doesn't saying. involve – all of Congress. That, that, that's true. Yeah. Those people up yeah. there, yeah. you know, there, know. there's a big difference there. I know. Oh, no, I agree with you, too. I, I don't think, I think they're going to – they're not going to not raise the debt ceiling, but – Now, just, the fight over that is oh, going to cause oh, market – It's going to cause market turmoil. Yeah. For sure. And they're probably going to add it into some must-pass bill with all a bunch of pork, more – so whatever. Well, supposedly you have uh, up to 46 or more Republicans who say they will not vote to up raise? the debt ceiling. Yeah, but – okay. Like – we heard this before in 2011. Remember that? Right. The whole debt right, ceiling right, fight. Right. Remember the, right. the freedom co- – we're not going to vote. On, and then what they do, they actually vote to raise the debt ceiling. But so. <laughs> the Democrats also have put themselves into a tough position because they say, well, we're not going to put that into reconciliation. Ah. Because it would then trigger some budgetary measures with the Budget Control Act or some like that. Yeah. And, the, and they'd have to be essentially taking out the debt equal to – a seventh of our total federal debt to pay for this spending bill. So then they get blamed for it. So it's just a political blame game yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah. So you have Republicans saying no. You have Democrats saying no. But in the end, they'll all say yes. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, yes, no, yes. Yes. <laughs> just like how Republicans got rolled with the infrastructure bill. I mean, it's it's just going to happen. Yeah. Now, Pelosi's got some issues on her side of the house. <gasps> they... Won't vote on the actual supposed bipartisan infrastructure bill, which is really just an orgy of pork barrel Democrat spending, before they vote for the reconciliation. But the reconciliation is lacking moderate support and likely to get no Republican support in the House. And the other infrastructure is being held up by the radicals. So we have a situation where who's going to blink first, right? And in the background... Yeah, reconciliation is terrible. All you need is just a continuing resolution on the current budget, which is already out of control. Yeah. But who's going to blink? Will there be a government shutdown? Who knows? But I can tell you that a government shutdown right now is would be another stake into the heart yeah. of the economy. Yeah. Because where do you think all this money is coming from that's artificially propping up the economy? And that's the other thing that's looming just a month essentially from today the additional government unemployment runs out. Everyone's going to rush to get jobs. Consumer spending is going to dry up, right? Right? There's going to be a lull there. We have a potentially devastating quarter four holiday season that's going to be like the worst retail numbers ever possibly if all of this oh comes to gosh. fruition. Yeah, I mean it's just there, there's a perfect storm coming together here and, you know, we're, what's Biden going to do about it? Nothing because that's what's happening now. Well, he doesn't know what's going on right now. Anyways, so. No one does. I know. That's bad. Right? Wasn't wasn't the argument that, oh, well, you know, Biden may have a little bit of dementia, but at least the other people are going to be running the country. Yeah, well, the other people running the country are retarded. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. Uh, we also find out 
last story here, and then we're just gonna we're gonna. <laughs> I got it. I got to stop. But how about back, the... I know. <laughs> last story. There's another Hunter Biden laptop, so maybe we'll see some more information. Maybe we'll see Hunter some Biden. more foot foot videos. Well, you know, the thing is that there's if, probably horrors on that f-ing laptop. If the that's why he has Biden, two. <laughs> well, you know, there was there was rumors of other stuff on the first one. That never oh yeah, the, the kitties stuff. If yeah, the uh, the thing is. If this story was properly reported back in October, I know. you know, would it have been enough for Trump to be president? Probably. Maybe. Probably. Maybe. I think so. That probably would have ensured what I thought was going to be a margin that couldn't be frauded. Yeah. Maybe well, not. The, Maybe MR, not. the MRC did a study where they said that if, 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 they, if Biden supporters, Biden, they asked Biden voters if, they, if, if you were told about this laptop and the China deals, would you have voted? 17% said they it would have It was a do. sizable amount. 17% is the election. They yeah. said they would have changed their vote. So yep. they knew. Yeah. The media knows. They knew that this was an issue. Yeah, it's uh... – The man is a walking national security risk. Well, you know, the whole thing's a disaster. Yeah. I mean there's just – there's no doubt about this whole thing being a disaster and – I I don't know more to say about it. It, it mean, just f- the whole thing up, and the consequences of this is going to be for a long time to come, a long time to come. I mean, there there was a way to change this in in a way that allowed us to still have our embassy there, right? Yeah, yeah. and they just totally f- it up. So, on that cheery note. Of course, if you want to support us, you know how to do so. If you're listening to us here, we know you'd love the uncensored version, which was a good one today. If you want to help us fight back against Biden and his cabal of deep state leftists that are not only destroying our country but destroying the uh, great peace that we had for a long time under President Trump, you can do so by becoming a VIP member. You will be directly supporting our team of dedicated patriots who are standing up against this bull. So townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off your subscription. We love all of you who have become VIP members, and there are so many of you that are Triggered listeners that are VIP members. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We have an interview that we'll be releasing, as we mentioned, right after this episode that we did earlier today with Matt Richards, a GOP America First candidate running for the 10th Congressional District in Georgia. Uh, be sure to check that out. It was a good one. I think you were talking to Matt, right? I, yeah. He was a great guy. Yeah. Smart guy. Who actually knows what it's like to go from being poor to being and he has you know, the, doing well off in this country. And he country. has the right mindset. Wreck the left. Which, by the way, is a, is also the name of his website. Right. Oh, yeah. Wreck.com. So, if you'd like to reach out to us, let us know how you're feeling about all this bullshit going on. Email us triggered at townhall.com. Uh, and we uh, will be back here on Thursday for another episode Maybe. of Trigger. Maybe. We'll see. We might be gone by then. This might not be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll have uh, a lot more terrible news to talk about. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, I, it's hard to make I, a joke about it. But I, like, there's, it's, no good, there's no good fucking news. There really is. There's none. I don't. Maybe next month we'll get the recall of Newsom in California. That might be one good news for once. Yeah, but they're allowing the people to print off ballots in their homes. That's which also is true. Cockamamie <laughs> bull. See, even the good stories. Yeah, even the good stories is bad. This bad. Exactly. Uh, so. Alrighty, we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Trigger. Bye.